Hi, and welcome to Be More Now. My name is Blake Moore, and tonight I'm going to honor Poetry Month. It's April. By devoting the hour to poetry, but not just poetry, but to youth poetry, the voice of our future, a voice that we're not hearing enough of right now. Some poems are brand new, some are a few years old, some you might have heard, but all of them remind me of the importance of staying connected to the heart thread of our choices. The Other Half When God said, let there be light, he also created darkness. When yin and yang rose out of the chaos, they remained in harmony. One half bright as the moon, the other half dark as the night. But we, we put labels on things, said that white was pure, was beautiful, was good said that black was defiled, was ugly, was bad. Who said? Who dared to make this distinction, that there was white and there was black, that there was good and there was bad, that there was one and there was the other, in a world of blurry, bleary gray, in a world that is always an eye for an eye, but not always a truth for a truth. Who says? Harmony, self-harmony. Not harm on you, harm on we. Because the yin and the yang can never be separated, within or without. Because the dark side of the moon and the brightest, fullest side we see are the same, just 15 days apart. Because the color of my skin and the color of your skin and the color of their skin are the same. Illusions of light. One half dark as the moon the other half bright as the night. Distinctly different. But why not form one circle? Not of light and not of dark. Not of halves and not of holes. Where there is no such thing as the other half. Choose Hope by Adelaide Montanino. Pandemic. COVID-19, hand sanitizer, shelter in place, Zoom. New words are every day. We live in worry that our families will catch it. We cover our faces, we stay apart. The constant reminder, don't touch your face. This is our life. Now I ask you, the maker of the madness, why? The world will never be the same. Jobs gone, school not the same. Fear stronger. What did we do to deserve your plans? We see your ugly face. You have shown us your power. You have caused us fear, pain, and panic. Drop the act. The birds still sing. The sun still shines. The flowers still bloom. And we the people choose hope. No More by Trent Lopez Pandemic glooming down on our planet. Depression sweeping over minds in session. 
Systemic chaos every day, a nation in shambles. People are fighting every day, not taking a single break. So much is at stake, yet we work towards our demise. Politicians fooling all of those with their stupid lies. Pandemic running amok through our cities. It's too much to handle for so many. Anxiety of crowded places got to get away and protect our faces. Facing so many problems and days are wasted. I tried to close my eyes and convince myself it's all a lie. I opened them to see a country start to downsize. People are flooding the streets. Cheers are in the air. A new president emerges and makes promises and takes a stand. The loser's supporters are waiting for an offensive plan. 2020 is cutting deeper and leaving scars on our mental health. It's like a leech. A leech with a thousand teeth sucking our blood veins. Draining us until we reach the point of being insane. Painful speeches and broken promises. What is next for our lives and losses? Perhaps a new perspective. When the virus leaves our lives, will we be protected? Keeping a mask on even when the war is ended. Splendid. It's what I hope I feel. But what if all I feel is as cold as steel when the sick has been defeated, treacherous streets and minds weakened and strengthened? I hope, I wish, there is a reason for it. Everything has a purpose is a phrase that usually irritates me. Used as an excuse or a dismissal of someone's plea for help. I wish desperately that it has a purpose now, though. Maybe the universe has had enough of us. It is the parent, tired of a toddler. We have been drawing on our walls, refusing to share, assuming our beloved toys will always be ours, not going to bed, not eating our food, hurting ourselves because we have become consumed by our blissful emotions, so we get a scare, because nothing gentle or reasonable seems to work. COVID, poverty, wildfires, hurricanes, homeless, jobless, racism, corruption. The higher power of us has been delivering a series of one-two punches to knock the humanity back into us. I hope. I wish. It do be like that. When this crazy quarantine is over, the world will stay the same. We will forget it. I will forget. I will be surprised when it happens again. I will repeat the cycle like many others. Life will change and yet not change because people are set in their ways. Sometimes I will be afraid to step outside without a mask because it'll still be out there like a tempting flask. School will become a bore again because the novelty has ended. I'm used to it again. The environment will continue to perish, just like us, like an ailing distant relative who we won't look. I dream that our post-COVID life will pass because it will become our life. I want to remind you, you're listening to Be More Now. I'm Blake Moore, and you're listening to a special April is Poetry Month youth poetry show. The first voice you heard was Amy Liu, who is a Developing Virtue Girls School 10th grader and also the Mendocino County Poetry Out Loud champion. Her poem, The Other Half, was the second place winner in the California Arts Council statewide Poetry Out Loud, Poetry Ourselves original poetry competition. Super proud of Amy for that one. And that was followed by Adelaide Montanino, who at the time was a sixth grader at Manchester Elementary when she wrote that poem in April 2020. 
followed by Trent Lopez, Claire Livingston, and Haima Floor of Anderson Valley High School, some poems they wrote this last fall. And next is a mini reading by two Fort Bragg High School students. First is going to be Josephine Erickson with three poems, followed by Sinead Bermudis with two poems. And that will be followed by Mendocino High School students Ethan Forrester with a poem he calls Bacon Pancakes, and Jaron Hodder with Revolver. And finally, a poem we heard last month, Ukiah High School student Gwen Rosenberg doing Becoming Bear. Presiding by Joe Erickson. Your mind is an incredible thing, radiating truths and reaching for reality. And now your home is a reflection of that. It is a comfort zone, brilliant and warm. Why are we so tempted to leave? This shaky little space heater, rotating, rumbling, pushing itself to keep us moving, striving to fill the gaps in our little worlds. The truth is, we do not need it. Whether or not we'd like to admit it, life will go on, with us or after we have left it. Stone will crumble and foundations will be uprooted by what was there before us and what will ensue. Someone else will radiate. Something else will reclaim. Nothing else ceases to move because we lay down. You cannot fill an ever-expanding place. But for now, that is not our concern. There is no need for the bubble to pop. Just take in the exhale of the flora and exchange it for one of your own. Let the candle smoke drift towards the ceiling, trying and failing to leave. Lay down on that bed that you just barely left and press stars onto your ceiling. Admire them and allow for your world to be the only one for now. Running Dream by Joe Erickson Tripping, skidding, stumbling on long-ago crushed eggshells. There is no underlying layer, and there is no crunch. The expanse of white dust appears endless, but it has to stop somewhere. Some area as of yet undiscovered, and so I keep running. The air catches in my lungs, and suddenly breathing feels different. I stop, for the dust is in my system now. The breeze is ringing in my ears. I pause and refill my lungs. I close my eyes and lean back. I cannot see the sky, but I can feel the sky. My mind is ready once again, my heart no longer pounding. I take a breath, and I start running once more. I breathe in all the echoes of silence resounding and fluttering down, settling deep in my stomach, dusting the lace of her gown. I breathe out teal ribbons of noises, unable to disintegrate. They billow out far past the skyline. Brilliant and loud, they deviate. I breathe in icy cold, frozen shivers. They trickle down notches of spine and numb all the tips of my fingers, undaunted, assuredly mine. I breathe out throes of incandescence, allow seething figures to pulse, stretch their bodies back out, reconfigure, reconciling their lives and divulse. I breathe in the tense feelings of conflict, compacting and folding within, closing off any sign of the outside, living solely as part of my skin. I breathe out all the worries inside me, acknowledge them, then walk away. As the ice thaws, melodies get closer, and anything back there can stay. The Calling of the Creatures by Sinead Bermudez 
Inhale in unison with the planet, the soaring giraffes of Africa kissing the warm clouds, that ladybug outside your window, nested in the lush kale, looking up at its friend, the butterfly, who dances freely in the wind. Your dog sprawled on the old mat beside the roaring fire, drifting to sleep. And the overseeing eucalyptus tree, with its fragrance meandering towards your idle nose. You wait for the simultaneous pause, and relief hits when you hear the beings of the planet inhale, breathing in the trash that a passerby pushes in the bushes, breathing out the glistening lemon tree damp from the morning mist. Breathe in your limp eyelids, stinging from the computer screen. Breathe out that faint scent of jasmine, sifting through the crack in the wall. See the attentive cat shift its weight, gliding into the safety of the cherry tree, breathing in at the side of the farm across the creek, a pig so weak puffing out its final squeak as the blade winds up to put it to sleep with a single cherry blossom caressing its cheek. Feel the blood circulating your body as the salmon navigate through rivers. Head to toes, toes to head. Feel the pounding and lie in your bed. Wake up, wake up, you slip and fall, timbering to the ground, hearing them call. The call of the endless stream of ants trickling across your floor. Recognize the crumb that is your soul, being carried by the creatures of the world. And thank them. Thank the trees, the bees, the keys that you shove in the ignition, awakening your body like a gush of cold ocean spray. Once more, urging it to breathe in the avalanche of water, and breathe out as the tide pulls you away. The Wave of Problems by Sinead Bermudez Frustration swells inside me like the tide of the ocean. A lump has planted itself deep inside my throat, getting bigger, bigger, bigger. School, I think. This is what overwhelms me. No, it is from a bigger realm. It evolves from the problems that I feel helpless against. The problems of the world that swell, swell, swell. When will the wave crash against the headlands? Is this crash the solution, or part of the destruction? When can my head finally land in the dewy grass, where the world is at ease? I think of the problems of the planet. The virus, the division, the thirst for power, the people, the animals, the flowers and trees, shriveling away, away with the breeze. Shriveling as change comes forth, the change. The change makes me glower. The climate is not happy, so I am not happy. The lump in my throat returns once more, attempting to restore the emotions of the approaching wave. The wave, the wave. Crash. It slams against the cliff. Is this the end of the pain in which we suffer, or the continuation of our crumbling nation? My name is Ethan Foster, and I will be reading my poem, Bacon Pancakes. 
We sit here twiddling our thumbs as the world around us goes. We sit here dreaming and hoping and yearning for more. Yet all this wanting and planting of seeds of ideas grow. We create a life, a goal, the reality we want, more. We spend our life looking for answers to life. <laughs> With this ideology, we have to find why we are. What put me here and why? What's my purpose to this vast abyss? We are not our arms or hair or our hearts or even our words. I am but a single entity, a single consciousness experiencing itself. We know of no other high intelligent life forms. We are a bundled group of carbon atoms floating around in space of no rules or control. Everything is generated at random, or so we believe. If we are just small organisms on a tiny planet in a tiny galaxy of unfathomable expansion, why is it so important to find who we are? By human nature, we are curious creatures. We have the urge to expand our knowledge and manifest our desires. Coming of age is not a transfer to adulthood, no. It is a greater understanding, an open door to more mysteries. The immersion of self-awareness in a life we know nothing. We shoot for the stars not to achieve great things, but because we can't bear not to. My name is Jaron Hodder and this poem is titled Revolver. Modern man is a modern myth. We taste the crave of silent bliss, kissed by the veil of death, but held up on our own undying breath. We take and give, but never receive. We've forgotten our mountains and trees, clogged up our rivers and streams with streams of football and political games, where there are no winners and there is no shame, where no one knows who to blame because everyone out there is always the same. Division over equality, that's not what this means to me. The fact is we care more about making sure the other guy's wrong than assuring them their liberty. It's all a conspiracy, but what's the use? You can't fix a problem when you don't know you're being abused. Human's greatest triumph may be empathy. Human's greatest weakness may be lack of organization. But human's greatest failure is hatred. Becoming Bear I breathe in toxins and exhale gray. I breathe in happiness and somehow exhale anger. Insecurities play checkers with my confidence and prove confidence is not as strong as she seems. She is a weeping willow and a fern. I breathe in toxins and exhale gray. I breathe in strength and somehow exhale weakness. My feelings play chess with facts and even though confidence shared her shade with feelings, insecurities and facts held pruning shears. In one snip, they prove their strength to those who never questioned it. I breathe in toxins and exhale gray. I breathe in with discomfort and somehow exhale with comfort. Willow's shy truth is that she never challenged the others, not to a game of chess or checkers. Her branches never grew in the shape of no, and her trunk only supported those willing to accept her. I breathe in toxins and exhale gray. I breathe in a compliment and somehow I breathe out a response that prunes another branch. Soon I will be bare. Welcome to Youth on Poetry. My name is Henry Power and today our show features the countywide high school youth poetry slam held at the Matheson Performing Arts Center in Mendocino on Tuesday, April 26, 2011. Since the slam was three hours long, we're going to provide some highlights. If you want to hear the slam, 
in its entirety, you can use the April 2011 archives from point A. Okay, here it is. So welcome to the 10th annual Mendocino County High School Poetry Slam. It's pretty amazing we've done this. 10 years in a row. And it was started actually 11 years ago by Scott Meltzner, but it was just between Fort Bragg and Mendocino, and it was at Fort Bragg High School. And since Scott's left, Karen and I have just kept it going. And I really appreciate, we really appreciate the support of all the teachers and the students and Mendocino County of Office of Education just for doing what needs to happen to make this go on every year. Because there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes besides just today. So I thank you all so much for your devotion to the word and the spirit of poetry. And in honor of National Poetry Month, um, here we are together reading and reciting. Hi. Um, I've got an important announcement. You should all have one of these. It's a blank sheet of paper, but on the other side, it says Poetic License. And I'm pretty sure you're all entitled to having one of these. Just saying. Okay. I'm Joanna from Molisai. And uh, this actually doesn't have a title, so. Zarb Brown, hypnotizing. And I am drawn like a moth to a flame, like a pilot to a plane. And just as an elder does a cane, I lean on this feeling. And even though my brain tells me no, the innermost part of my soul is screaming, don't let go. So I lean on this feeling, but mostly because I had no choice. This feeling has invaded me. My resistance completely conquered as easily as a child's attention is broken by the slightest sudden movement. I am frozen, lost in time, like a mouse in a maze, like a dog, a dog in a cage, just as the millennial generation is lost in anger and rage. I'm lost in him. His eyes piercing through my soul just as easily as a knife slides through butter. And the gentleness of his spirit seeps slowly into my being until my heart is overwhelmed with a love so pure that I am left completely defenseless. Because nine blocks away, across a gravel pathway, through a great door, down the hallway, past the kitchen, in front of the TV, there you are, passed out again. And as the camera flashes in my face and brings me back to the stuffy, God-forbidden place, I smile and find my way back to my seat. All the while, my eyes are glued to my feet, wishing they would move faster, briskly, frolicking, jogging, running down the street, anywhere but home. I need a place where my mind can roam. I need an escape, a perfect getaway. Tonight, I'm going to spread my wings and fly, get high in the sky, let some of my brain cells die while you, you sleep on the couch. Eventually, I'll come home around three or four in the morning. I'll head to my room, tiptoe past the open bag of stale potato chips and countless beer cans on the coffee table. I'll stumble into my room, flop down on my bed, and wake up two hours later with my whole body aching. I'll float to the bathroom, get ready as quickly and quietly as possible, as if being in that hellhole of a house for a second too long would kill me. I'll go to school, hang out with my so-called friends, ditch a couple classes, and do it all over again. Day after day, time after time, doing nothing and everything just to get by? The stupidest part of this whole thing is, I'm really not that dumb. I knew what was going to happen. I knew what was to come. I knew they'd be parked in that little turnout. That's why I told them to take a right when we were out on a booze cruise a little after midnight. And I started to smile when I heard those sirens and saw the lights flashing on the driver's face. But then it was a chase, a freaking arms race, just to get put in my place. 
thrown in a cell, threatened to go to jail, then you come in and you start to yell, I tell you to go to hell. And you say, don't do drugs. But where were you when I lifted my arms for a hug? Where were you to spin me around and lift me above your head? Where were you when I was tired and wanted to go to bed? Where were you when they handed me that brown paper bag and said, try it, it'll make you feel good? Where were you when I got lost from in the streets of that horrible hood? Where were you to stop me from becoming so bad? Where were you when I needed you? Where were you, Dad? Hello, I'm Brian, and I'm from Pornarina, and I will be reading a poem called Helios Sunder. A warm, fiery soul enriches the dry beds and warms the soil. She makes the roots, the breaths of carbon, into oxygen, the comfort, soothing of the free spirit. She is always around and surrounds, but not physicality, but the perception of nature, and her influence, the empire grown by the first drop of water. Outnumbers even humans and litters more. But it was meant to be, meant to cherish, good to soothe, bad to disrespect. It crafts ambition, the boldness of an innovator, the maturity to see what a universe is, what an enlightenment can do, what passion can dig into your soul. Mesopotamia to America, you made us grow. Can you feel the vitamin D which grows but provides our THC? From rich clay to the green grass, it never seems to change. The amber molasses of oaks, the towering redwood, the branches sprawl, we look so small. An elusive madrone, a sea savannas along the highway. There are aging trees and old stumps. The ocean is laid out. The hills topple the eastern horizon. The ocean spurs against the land. A decorative plain, simple and quiet. Melodies grow by the echo of woodpeckers, cry of wolves, the bark of dogs, the windy gusts that thrust through the canopies. It emulated not artificially, but upon naturally, immortalizing it with wisdom's blessing kiss. Hello, um, I'm Raina Deerwater, I'm from Mendocino, and this poem is entitled Cynical Optimism. At a time, two years ago, an older authoritative person said to me, a cynical optimist does not exist, or something of that matter. I don't have it verbatim. What I do have verbatim is how fiercely pissed off I was. Because that person was wrong, because she discredited who I am. The remark was made in passing, and I might have made this into a bigger deal than it actually is, but that does not matter. I know what I am, and that is a straight-up cynical optimist. Screw the haters. Ironically, I hate the haters. <laughs> I believe that everything will turn out for the better. That's pretty damn idealistic, but if you don't like it, as they say, you can get the hell out of my house. <laughs> I just want everyone to hold hands and skip in a field, so shut up with your stupid face. I do not like it. This is where the cynicism part kicks in. Because honestly, people are so stupid that at times it physically hurts me. On um, all the rare cases that they aren't stupid, it's okay. Because every single one of us has at least one, probably about 70, traits that are just dying to be mocked. Even you, with the face. Even you, the lady who said nay to cynical optimism. I could make you cry using only my words, but I won't. 
just yet, because I love everybody, even you, with your face. My name is Ryan Rossford, and I'm from Fort Bragg High School. My poem's called My New Brother. He is part of the family I choose to have, a brother, a father, a friend, whatever I need at the time. Although he's a year older, at times it can seem as if we are both three and laugh at everything we see. When I need a place to hide, as tears roll down my face, he is there with a warm, loving, heartfelt hug I can hide in. He is ready to listen when I can talk again. Every morning he greets me with a hug and a goofy smile. In class, he comes running down the stairs just to hug me. At the end of the day, when home is calling, he leaves me with a hug, a smile, and says, Roro, I better see you tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, I love you. When I'm scared, alone, lost, worried, and hurt, he knows where to find me and how to make me feel safe once again. It amazes me that it was only last year I met him. But I know from now on, I will always have my new big brother. Hello, I'm Kat Manning of Willis High School, and I will be reading my poem called Halfway. Today, I feel it in my legs, a pain that feels like a greater, walking, walking, walking. Down this gray trail, pale white hands are car wipers, swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. Arranged in this rhythm, deranged to this rhythm, dudum, dudum. This is my beat. I can't defeat. I cannot be defeated. I will not. Defeat, defeat, defeat. Feet pounding down, down, down. Onto a ground I can never leave. Staput, staput, staput. Until I reach the eve of this trail, where I will fail. Fall, fall, fall. Again, I'm Elijah Ravitz Campbell uh, from Endo, and I'll be reading Gift, Gifted. Program for gifted students, it says, as if to say, not that kid eating crayons. <laughs> Don't call me gifted. As if my studying was done by some benefactor so I could learn. Always busy, never any free time, and the resulting understanding is a gift. Placed in front of me by some kind soul for the taking, like a generous offer? I think not. <laughs> I sit and watch friends enjoying youth, partying, living for thrills, while I receive gifts. <laughs> Don't call me gifted. After all, everyone knows that high schoolers are just kids, really, shaped by their parents, not responsible for their faults or their successes. Before you call me gifted, ask yourself, your last paycheck, did you earn it? Well, I did, but all I got were gifts. <laughs> Thanks. Postscript. Do I seem ungrateful, just another angry youth, maybe even hateful and a little uncouth, work nine hours a day and receive no pay, and I'll say, thanks for the gift. <laughs> Um, again, I am Sofeda Torquez, and I am representing uh, Ukiah High School. And this poem is called Daddy, and it was based on when I was four years old, so that's how it starts. 
She weeps, she mourns, she feels so torn. She smiles at a picture, remembers his words, I'll always be with her. I promise you lie. She sat there and cried. She died. Baby, don't cry. Sweetie, I'm here. Daddy, you're lying. You'll just disappear. Out on the porch, she waited for you to come back. Sadness filled her eyes the day she watched you pack. Daddy, don't leave. Please, Daddy, stop. She thought to herself, stood her ground, and held back the teardrops. Daddy, I don't understand. Why are you leaving? Please don't tell me lies because I'm done believing. If only you knew how many nights I cried, how many tears I shed, how many times I lied. I said I was okay. I said I was fine. When I lied, I felt just like you, Daddy, but my life was on the line. I waited for you, Daddy, but you never came home. You lied to me, Dad, but I'm not alone. My mommy, she loves me. I know it. She was there when you weren't, and I take her for granted. Daddy, I'm 15. Daddy, I survived. Daddy, I know you're too busy to hear me. I just thought you should know. Daddy, I'm alive. Please, Daddy, just listen to what I have to say. Daddy, I'm alive. Daddy, I'm okay. Okay. Hello again. Um, my name is still Camille Biagi. Um, and I will be reciting my poem, Red Light. Filled with black and white anarchy, it was an area that needed to be kissed. A rockabilly party filled with strippers and lean men, boldly reinventing photo music. It was Tony, his image snapped in a trailer for fire pumps, who grimaced and looked as if his pants had been inflated by sex, beer, and rock and roll. The room was filled with an aura of Thor, that bald and bearded godfather who lived in a bankable star. So, um, this one's actually titled um, Amico Mendocino, and I will be reciting Dead Song. Drifting, icy space, dead star illuminates. A pier-gashed face faced cruel fates. Twinkle, dead star. A pure severed hand. Torture souls of far flesh and bone. Band. Those, those ribs skinned. Those legs cracked. Those limbs severed. Those eyes packed. Twisting limbs reach. Collapse crossed ridge, stretching mouth, leech beyond black ledge, appear cold feet. Deaf, aware, gazes. Ambition and fear compete. The infinite crypt hazes. Exhalation come my judgment. Cast bright lacerations, death cringes, bent. One free smile, stifled loud laughter, on a thousandth mile, hope. Um, I'm Roxanne, and this, I'm representing Poinina, and this is my poem, Reality. Flowers like big blue eyes follow me as I cartwheel through my dreams. It changes fast. I'm at home now, but it doesn't look like my home, but I know it is. All the walls are painted black, 
and there are giant mice skittering across the floor into little mice houses. You're there too. You have pink hair, and we're hiding from the zombies. But they found us. Smelled our fear, I'm sure. You're one of them, and I'm screaming. And we run out of the house to a river that was never there before. There's a tree, and that is where I hide from the zombies and you. Until I wake up, you're no good for me. Hi. I'm Corbin Zeekley, and I'm representing Mendo, and I write songs and jazz, and I play the violin. I'm going to accompany myself with this violin while I sing song that I wrote. I used to live so close to paradise It peace of mind is what I'm referring to But you changed me with your emotion Now I'm drifting so far from home I am the result of a paradox Cause my mind continues to contradict itself But you changed me with your emotion Now I'm drifting so far from home pretending that it's blood. My mother and father, I can see lightning before I hear the thunder, crashing like cymbals once it meets my ears. My father, poisonous kisses after a bedtime story. My mother, always the bad guy. My sisters, who do you love more? Me, wanting to answer. My daddy, too afraid. My father again. When was the last time you yelled at me, daddy? You see, I just can't remember. Fights with my mother are true. So you see, I'd rather be with her than the fake safety net of you. Glasses, helping me see clearly, but a hassle to put on, being easy to break. My father, no different. He always caught me before, and expecting to again would release me. Catch and release, catch and release. It was only a matter of time that you killed me, held me up, and took a picture. Mother, once more, I'm with her, in a real safety net of truth. Father? Hello, I am, yet again, Elijah Irvitz Campbell from Mendocino. And this poem is called Metapoet, and it's vaguely similar, or not similar, it's vaguely related to my poem called Gifted. It was inspired by that poem. <laughs> In a completely negative way. <laughs> I don't know if I said it. it's called Metapoet, or Metapoetry. When I write concrete and then ambiguous, throwing images like darts into your mind, and then sleeping off hangovers from the lies that I planted there. I feel sometimes 
especially when I'm ambiguous, that I'm throwing not darts, but clods of bullshit. <laughs> like that gifted poem. <laughs> See, that was humor, um, which slips in sideways through the back door and crashes the party, but no one really minds because he usually brings booze. <laughs> and the prophet of seriousness walks his tightrope with a little humor to loosen his tongue, but not so much that he falls into the abyss of silly, or God forbid, too little, so he lands on the hard floor of boring. I write, and I struggle to make it personal, so it resonates with each one of you in a way that only you can understand, but of course it has to be universal. So then I move in and talk into the mic, and then back, so you can hear just me talking, and, see this part's actually improv, and then you can watch as the inflection goes on and doesn't quite make it clear whether it's ending now or later. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm Joanna Molotai, and this is called Here I Am. Here I am, on the edge and about to jump, because they say it's time to fly. I'm afraid, because the ground's so far down, the sky is so damn high, and I'm stuck in the middle, 30,000 feet from heaven and equidistant from hell. Here I am, about to blow because my heart is overthrown with emotions I just can't control, so I sit here at this desk, violating this paper with my thoughts, attempting to rest my soul. Here I am, trying to get a grip, everything in my being, thirsty for peace, and oh, if I could only have a sit. But the dry chaos within my soul has even consumed my spit, yet here I am. Like a flower blossoming in May, battered by spring showers, yet growing stronger every day, here I am. With my mind made up that even if I fall down shot, I'm going to give it all I've got. Surrender, I will not. No, here I am. So hit me with your best shot. But no matter what you plot, here I'll stand. I want to say a special thanks to our judges, Karen F. Hoff, right here. Deborah Baker. And Mickey Chapin. And of course, Jacob Garcia up there. Yeah! MCTV, Channel 3 in Fort Bragg. Yeah, and it will also be posted on the web. And I want to thank all the coaches, Susan Walls, Michael Rydell, Carolyn Cook, Emily, and From Point A Radio, an internet radio station found at arenatechcenter.org. From Point A Radio is fully grant funded, so we'd like to express a special thanks to the California Consumer Protection Foundation.
for helping us get free radio Point Arena streaming on the internet. This program and others like it was made possible for grants from California Arts Council, Get Arts in the Schools program, Mendocino County Office of Education, California Poets in the Schools, the Point Arena Schools, and the Generous Community Volunteers. And there you have it. That was a young Henry Power. As I said, that took place in 2011 in April. And in case you were wondering, that chaotic Imagine happened really spontaneously. A couple of the kids ran up to the stage, jumped on the piano, and that started as we were ending. It needed to stay in. And much of that piece was cut together by youth. And many things have happened since then, but just to get a, a taste of some of the things that we have done, and I know that we as human beings will continue to create, continue to come together, and continue to express ourselves. Since we have a little bit more time, I'd like to take us out with one more piece. And this is another example of a youth working with an adult. And this is Jameson Hodder mentoring a younger 15-year-old Fabian Rodriguez. And this piece is called Roll With It. It is set to music. It was recorded in 2017. Today you need to roll with it, cause tomorrow might not come, so just roll with it. Stay dedicated and be situated, and your dreams don't wait for it. Start chasing it, and you will make it. Just believe, and you'll achieve the things that you're hoping for. At a young age, I started poor. No recording equipment, no nothing to start with. Now that I'm getting a name, people are getting pissed. And people try to diss, but they're just words, and they don't hurt me. I'm only 15, I'm serious about the music business. This is what it is, I'm living the life that I I was born to live, no matter how hard it gets. I don't know what's that, I don't want to die. Sometimes it's getting harder and harder. I don't know what's that, I don't want to die. Sometimes it's getting harder and harder. Right here today, you gotta roll with it. Tomorrow, you never know, you gotta roll with it. And that concludes Be More Now, April 1st, all Fool's Day. I guess I should have told some story. (laughs) COVID is over. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. (laughs) If you want to listen to this show again or catch past episodes, go find Be More Now on kzwax.org and click on the link to show archives. And Be More Now is also on Spotify. And for you live listeners, my new all-the-time regular slot is now the first Thursday of the month. So I'll be back uh, in a month on May 6th with author, children's health advocate, philosopher, and teacher Justin Gold. And then next Thursday, you can catch Pride Radio, which is always on the second and fourth Thursday of the month. And then on the third Thursday, starting April 15th, is a brand new show called Universal Perspectives, which will be hosted by Chris Skyhawk, and I cannot wait to tune into that one. And also, please don't forget, it's the KZWX Spring Quiet Drive. 
And as we enter the second year of a pandemic, access to news and information is crucial to the health and safety of our community. KZUX is there and has been there through it all and continues to be here for us every day. It's only possible with your continued support. So please, please contribute to the KZUX Quiet Drive and help keep this important information on the air in 2021. Go to KZUX and donate now. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you all the best out there and sending you good vibes and strength and continued grounded presence for this time right now. Let's join together and remember that love is always the answer. Have a great evening. This has been a production of KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening. 